Hey there, how are you? I'm so glad that you're with us this morning. And uh, I need to read to you 13 verses. Because if I don't read 13 verses, you will not be able to understand this story. But it's an interesting story. Oh, what a powerful story. Now, there were in the church that was in Antioch certain prophets and teachers. So, just for our understanding here, prophets would be shortly Paul and Barnabas. Uh, 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 teachers would be Paul and Barnabas. And of course, uh, uh, prophets, Paul and Barnabas. But teachers would be Niger, Lucius, and Mannion. And by the way, Mannion was educated by Herod the Tretarch. Herod the Tretarch is the same as Herod Antipas. He's the one who killed John the Baptist. So this is a mean dude. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Separate for me Paul and Barnabas for the work which I have called them. First missionary journey. And when they had fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them, sent them away. So they being set forth by the Holy Spirit, departing unto Seleucia, and from this they sailed to Cyprus. As they came into Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogue to the Jew, of the Jews. And they had also John to their minister. Of course, John here is John Marcus. Marcus, Mark is the, the one who wrote the, the Gospel of Mark. And when they had gone through the Isle of Tupatha, Papas. By the way, Cyprus, capital is Papas. How do you say? Papas, P-A-P-H-O-S. They found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew, whose name was Bar-Jesus, which was with the deputy of the country, Sergio Paulus, the governor, a prudent man, who called for Barnabas and Saul in desire to hear the word of God. So as they approached Papas, they were going there by invitation. Invitation was from the governor. Come and help me. Tell me about what's going on down there in Jerusalem. But Elimus the sorcerer, for so it is named by interpretation, which stood them seeking to turn away the deputy from the faith. Then Saul, who is also called Paul. That's the first time that Saul turns to Paul. Filled with the Holy Spirit, said all full of all subtlety, and all mischief, you child of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, you will not cease to pervert the righteous way of the Lord. And now, behold, the hand of God is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell on, his, on him a midst of darkness, and he went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. Then the deputy, when he saw what was done, believed, being astonished at the doctrine of the Lord. Now when Paul and his companion loosed, loosed from Papas or left Papas, they came into Perga and Pamphylia, and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. Mark, Mark returned to Jerusalem. Now, this is the first missionary journey, and we've got to get something for our personal lives today. I want to deal with you and tell what I feel like the Lord is telling me today. 
Peter, as you go back to chapter 8 of Acts, Peter is schooled to understand the Gentiles were children of God. Remember? He stayed in the house of uh, Simon the Tanner. Remember Dorcas? He went to the house of Dorcas. Cornelius then, next chapter 10 of Acts, receives a touch from God. His whole family. The first time the Gentiles ever received the grace of God. And, and, and Cornelius is filled with the Holy Spirit. Then you have the revival that broke up in Samaria and Antioch. And of course they sent Philip there. And then John and Peter went to, uh, and went to, uh, to uh, Samaria. Then you have the miraculous escape from prison. They tried to put Peter in jail. And now you have the first missionary journey. Paul and Barnabas for the work which I have called them. Paul and Barnabas. And so I want you to see this progression because the progression here leads toward a difficult experience that the disciples, that, that uh, Paul Peter uh, uh, had, uh, P- Paul had with Barnabas. So you have the preparation, a time of preparation. Peter being prepared, being, being put together, being... By the way, Paul spent a week... 15 days with Peter in Jerusalem after Barnabas facilitated the way because people were scared of Paul. So the expansion begun after preparation, the implementation of the gospel, the fruits and the the many wonderful things, the healings, then it comes the expansion. Now when you begin to expand your ministry in any area whatsoever, when you begin at home to do things you've never done before, because 2021 requires that you deal with life in a different way. You see, we're coming over a pandemic that has killed 300,000 people in, in counting. That is historical in America. You come upon, you, we're coming out of an election that has a divided country today. Let me tell you this. Uh, the media, per se, lost the conservative America. There's no question about that. Conservative America is not part anymore. And you're talking about 80 million people. 80 million people. This is a, you've got to change your approach to 2021 because the devil is going to come and, and begin to rattle, and begin to move, and begin to do things. And you're going to have to put yourself in a position to say no, and in the name of Jesus. So the expansion begun when they left Seleucia, and arrived in Cyprus. And of course they were in Papas when the incident took place, which was the capital of Cyprus. So what I mean by that? What I mean is that nothing of evil nature happened when Peter stayed in the house of Cornelius, and in the house of, uh, of, of Simon the Tanner. Things were peaceful. Dorcas was brought to life, an unbelievable healing and miracle of resurrection. Then you have 
Paul and the explosive power of the Holy Spirit uh, and, and in the life of, uh, of, of a man called Cornelius in Caesarea. Then you have the gospel growing everywhere, spreading everywhere. Everywhere you look in, 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 terms, of, uh, in terms of ministry, look at chapter 12, verse uh, uh, 25. But the Word of God grew and multiplied. You see that on chapter 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. But there's a time here when you're going to have to face life in a different way. See, the expression of evil came not at Dorcas, not at Cornelius, not at Antioch, not in Samaria, not when Peter was jailed. Evil shows itself when you deal with high places. Such as at the deputies, deputy of the country, the governor's house. Evil begins to come to terms with implementation of, of evil's agenda when you deal with the Congress and the Senate. Now the question is this then, how do you, as a servant of God, deal with evil? Look, it took a hundred miles from Seleucus all the way to Pappas for these two men by boat arrive there and deal with evil. How to prepare for evangelism at large or individual ministry? In other words, at large is going to Cuba. Individual ministry is in 2021 as a family has to be different. You're going to have to begin the day reprimanding evil, Satan. You're going to have to change the way you deal with evil. Things are not the same in America. Folks, wake up now. Come on, come on, wake up, wake up. We're talking about a country that is literally divided. 80 million people are not anymore connected to media. They're not anymore connected with the Congress and the Senate. And I'll tell you this, I hate to tell you who the, the next president will be, because whoever is in the White House is going to have a divided country. And, and there's no way, no way that this healing will take place fast. So how do you do life from now on? How do you actually come to terms with family? And I'm suggesting you that uh, this, this teaching today suggests several things that you, that you can do. And also suggests the nature of evil. What is the nature of evil? Where, is, where does it show itself stronger than anywhere else? Now let's take a look at verse 3. Before I go any further, what is about this meeting at Antioch? Well, there were prophets and there were teachers. You know that Barnabas is a prophet and that Paul is a prophet and, and, uh, and of course the other three are teachers. I'm sorry, is that, is that right? The, the prophets over here uh, 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 is Mannion, Lucius, uh, Niger. And so, 
as they were fasting and praying in the church at Antioch, there was a large, very strong community. There were people of God there. That's when they were first called Christians. It says in verse 3, So after they had fasted, Now, I've been trying to tell you that fasting needs to begin in return to the life of the belief. In other words, 2021 needs to include fasting in your, in your, in your ability to deal with evil. How do you do fasting you just one day a week, you just don't eat until 6 o'clock at night. You fast morning, breakfast, lunch, and, <coughs> and dinner and go to, go to bed hungry. Or you have a late soup and you fasted for the day. But it needs to be part. Isaiah 58 says, Is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of, of wickedness? What is wickedness? It is people who have by by emergency, by authority of the devil to cause wickedness. What do you mean by wickedness? To, to, to do the, the, the evil, to say the evil, to lie, deceit, to accuse, to belittle, to put down. Every time you see someone putting somebody down, no matter who they are, it's evil. Every time you get in the media and someone is slamming somebody else, putting them down, accusing them, all kinds of things, that's evil. Recognize that evil is in the media today in a way that you've never seen before. America is under an attack of evil that has never been in the history of this country, 200, and 200 years, we have never had an attack of evil like this. What is heavy burdens? Because Isaiah says, Is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of weakness to undo heavy burdens? <coughs> What's heavy burden? Heavy burden is when evil comes in at you in such a size that it becomes heavy, becomes a burden. You can't quite breathe. You're just taken by, by a spirit of death and morbidity. That's when breathing is taken from you. And I know that many of you today are having heavy burdens. The next thing it says, let the oppressed go free. What do you mean by letting, letting? I'll read it. It says, it says, undo heavy burden, and to let the oppressed go free. Is people that are oppressed be set free by you? That's what it says. In other words, when you, when you fast, remember, when you fast, you have the authority to undo heavy burdens, to break weakness, and let the oppressed go free. You say in the name of Jesus. What else you have the power to do? To break every yoke of bondage. Yoke. 
is a is a piece of harness that goes into the booze or the cow or the the animal that's pulling on the neck, and and as they go, okay, the yoke holds the neck and the and the strength of the muscles and the fiber of the legs come into place, and you can pull a cart. So it says first they fasted. The next thing they did, they began to pray. I don't know how long they prayed. But you can't just mum a prayer and begin the day. You're going to have to kneel down, take 30 minutes, and, pre- and cover yourself with prayer. Ask and you shall, you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened. Jesus said that. And prayer has to take time. You can't run, you can't pray and run anymore. I'm talking about what you need to do in 2021. <coughs> You're going into a place in a country that is divided. There are 80 million, 80 million, half of the, of the, of the voting people in America are out of media. They're not looking at TV anymore, including Fox News. They have dropped it completely. The numbers are down. If you look at the numbers of what the attendance is, all of these places of media are now deceased. They don't have the power they had before. You're talking about an election that is split the country in two. You're talking about the first time that some crazy people invaded the Senate and the Congress <coughs> with guns. Four people, I think, lost their lives. I don't know if it's four or one. They lost their lives. So you have to take a new approach to, to what God has in store. In Isaiah 58, 6 says, Fast, pray, fast first, and then prayer second. So let's take a look. Uh, and then lay hands. Now li- listen, lay hands here. It's not really the ordinary ordination. Laying hands here is, God, I pray that there be peace. So let's take a look. I'm in, uh, I'm in, uh, I'm in, uh, in Acts chapter 13. So I'm in Antioch. And, uh, and there were certain prophets and teachers in the church in Antioch. And the teachers were Simeon, Conajah, Barnabas, Lucius, Mannion, educated by Herod the Tretarch. And the Holy Spirit set separate from me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work which I have called them. And look at verse 3. And when they had fasted and prayed and lay hands. Fasted, pray, and lay hands. Three things. So fasting, according to Isaiah, I told you about it. It actually it 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 it, it does it opens the door for healing. They prayed. Prayer here was a time, not fifteen minutes, but a time. And then they lay hands on them. <clears throat> so they're being sent forth by the Holy Spirit. Notice this. That the laying of the hands here was an ordination. Okay, I said this twice already. 
Now let's take a look at this whole, this whole story. Because what I'm saying to you is that you need to fast, you need to pray, you need to lay hands on your family before they leave the house, and you've got to change your protocol as, as how to face 2021. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Now, let's take a look. A hundred miles from Sicilia, Seleucia, they say it to Cyprus. It sets a protocol of prayer that prepares you for the day. You, 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 they will find false prophets in Papas. But they were prepared for the trip. Before they took the trip, there was a hundred miles. They fasted, they prayed, and they received the anointing of the hands upon them. So they were ready. Question. Are you ready for 2021? If you have a family, when you leave, you anoint every child, you anoint every brother, every sister. I don't care how old they are. If they eat in your table, you anoint them and pray for them that they find peace during that day and they be protected by the hand of God. Now, I'm going to repeat again one more time. No evil showed up in when Dorcas was brought to life. No evil showed up when Paul went to Caesarea in the house of Cornelius. No evil showed up in Samaria and in the revival in, in Antioch. No evil showed up when, when Peter was in jail. But when they decided up there, in Antioch to go in the world and preach the gospel and the word of God, then evil showed up. And what I'm saying to you, that if you are a Christian, if you believe in Jesus Christ as the, the resurrected Lord, because if you die in Christ today, you are, you're going to be resurrected one day, but you are in the presence of God. My wife is in heaven right now, dancing with her mother. A 78-year-old Mary Lucy, dancing with Don Angelina, 104 years old. That's a sight I want to see. But as you come out of prayer, fasting, and, and with the anointing of hands, they come into Papas, the capital of Cyprus. And Papas, by the way, was famous for worshiping Venus. So there's a lot of evil there. So Paul and Barnabas were invited by the, the, the governor, Sergio Paulus. And suddenly a man began to interrupt. What do you all need here? We don't need, you didn't come. Now get out. Now what's your, what's your name? No, sir. Sergio Paulus is busy. His schedule is all put together. And you're not going to come into, the, into the, uh, the, the mansion here of the governor. Just, sir, escort these people out of here. This is not... And they wouldn't move an inch. Paul just stayed in his place. And he, <laughs> he began... <laughs> he began to hear the Holy Spirit say something to them. You know, when a prophet is, is confronted by evil, 
bang, the Holy Spirit begins to send a message. Send a voice. Now, all of you are church people. All of you are people who believe in God. All of you are good Christians. But many of you are prophetic people. God has called you for the position you have now. In my ministry, there are hundreds of you who are prophetic. <coughs> and when Paul found out that the sorcerer's name was Elimus or Bar-Jesus, evil is exposed. Now it says, Paul saw how, I think, if I'm not mistaken, let me see if I can find it here where it is. Here we go. Uh, then Saul, who was called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, set his eyes on him. Now, now you don't want Paul to set your eyes on you for nothing. I mean, if you, if you are close to Paul, and he set his eyes on you, you're in trouble. I'm just saying to you, Lane, I'm saying to you, Mike. I'm saying to you, Robert. I'm saying to you, Art. I'm saying to you, David. I'm saying to you, <laughs> all the women involved in our Bible study. Sandra. Set your eyes on the environment. And God will reveal to you where the evil is. Seeing. And identifying is the key to expose. Say it with me. Seeing and identifying is the key to expose. Evil in your house. Now what are you looking for? You're looking for anger. Anger that is undirected. You're looking for unforgiveness that is assailing the family. You're looking for bitterness, resentment, low self-esteem, rebellion. All of these have roots that are demonic in nature. Notice what Paul says to Elimus. Ah, you fool of subtlety, cunningness, mischief, maliciousness, behavior, child of the devil, enemy of righteousness, perverting the ways of the Lord. Now, you know, he, he's putting on the table. He's not saying, sir... We need to set up a counseling session to deal with the situation you expose yourself in. And I like very much to give you opportunity to vent yourself up. You know, when you confront evil and tell what it is, evil leaves. Ignoring evil causes evil to increase. Give him an inch and he wants a mile. So how do you pray for America today? God, I come against every thought of evil every mischief, everything related to, 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 to mischief, all accusing, accusing spirits. And by the power of God, I reprimand that in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, that's not going to make you popular. That is not going to make you a very well-respected pastor. But until you do what God has told you to do prophetically in the life of someone who is disrupting your ministry, you're going to see evil increase. Verse 11 is very clear. And now, <coughs> chapter 13, verse 11. 
the hand of the Lord is upon you. And now the hand of the Lord is upon you. The prophetic judgment. And that's what I'm saying to you. If you are part of the 80 million people who have lost hope for America, I want to invite you to come back to fight, but in a different way, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And if you fight by the power of the Holy Spirit, God will give you victory. Is there any more there, John? Thank you, Lord. Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, in this beautiful day, it is the 11th of, uh, of, of January 2021. And by the power of your Spirit this morning, Lord, through the channel of Latterain.com, I bind the spirit of evil. I come against God everything that tries to bring death and morbidity and accusation upon my life. And in the name of Jesus, I come against every voice of evil that accuses others in order to gain political average. I ask you, Lord, that every television commentator that puts somebody down and, 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 and accuse of something, that you deal with them in the power of the Holy Spirit and that you send upon them a mist of darkness to where they will see for will not see for a season. God, come against evil, God, in the in your name, upon those who have instilled anger and bitterness and resentment and hate upon America. God, I'm just a a, a, a simple old seventy-seven year old man that you call into ministry. But by your Spirit of God, I'm a prophetic pastor. I'm a prophetic minister. And I prophesy that those who sow evil upon America by hating and belittling and accusing and lying be ceased to operate in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of God. Amen. See you tomorrow. In boundless love and mercy, He gave His only Son, who became the sacrifice for everyone. Oh, God's mercy, so amazing to me. Oh, God's mercy, so amazing to me. To every generation, He gives the joy of His salvation. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. As I watch the world around me, I can see His from the seed of Abraham. 